Welcome to Drink This Beer, a show dedicated to craft beer and the people who make it. Each episode, we'll get the stories behind the brews you love. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Welcome to a special episode of Beer Guys Radio and Drink This Beer. I'm Tim Dennis, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Hewitt. Now, we normally bring you interviews with your favorite breweries from around the world, but today we're going to shift gears a bit, and we're going to be speaking with a member of one of America's most iconic rock bands. That's right, Tim. Craft beer enthusiast and guitarist for Foreigner, Bruce Watson, takes a little break while on tour, just ahead of their appearance in Atlanta, to talk beer with us today. Bruce, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Awesome. Well, Bruce, uh, again, we do appreciate you taking some time. I'm sure a tour schedule keeps you extremely busy. So we, we love to talk beer, and it sounds like you do as well, correct? Uh, oh, I love it. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's my, my second or third favorite thing to do. I'll let you try to figure out what the first two are, but um, it's, uh, It yeah, falls it's up there, fun. right? Yeah. It, it, makes, it makes touring, it makes traveling a lot easier. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic. Now, have you always been a craft beer fan, or are you a, a more recent convert to craft beer? I, I can't say always, um, but uh, I, I would say the last oh, five or six years is when the, sort of the light went off. Um, I was never a light beer drinker. I, right. was, um, I remember when I went to Ireland you know, decades ago for the first time, and I had a Guinness properly. Um, that was my drink for, for, for a long, long time. That was my uh, solution to the, to the, uh, you know, the light beer um, option. So cause that's still part of my mix, but um, I certainly expanded from there. So I've I've heard that you uh, you also got into uh, Belgian beers. Is that right? Well, yeah, especially when you're Belgian, it seems like the right thing to do, you know. Um, and, and it's it's uh, you know you can learn you can learn a, a couple lessons the hard way if you don't treat those with a bit of respect because if you <laughs> they taste so good and if you don't respect the uh, you know the alcohol content, it can have um if you have interesting uh, conclusions. But um, yeah, we we were in Belgium. We've been a couple times in the last few years and. Uh, it's just uh, that's just a whole other whole other world. Yeah, some sure. of those Belgian ales a little more ABV than your your pint of Guinness, right? Yeah, that's true. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't necessarily you know taste that way, but um, yeah, if you're not semi conscious of how much you're drinking, you can get uh, it can get fun. That's now you guys are coming to Atlanta uh, Saturday, July 29th. Right. And I saw in the, in one interview you did, you're actually a fan of one of our beers here, our good old Sweetwater 420, correct? That's, that's right. The, the the hotel we usually stay in um, it has that on tap. And, you know, we discovered that probably about five years ago, maybe. If it, and uh, yeah, that's a goodie. I think that's the beer that probably that says Atlanta. If you if you talk about Atlanta and beer, Sweetwater 420, that's kind of ubiquitous there. So it's yeah, a, it's, so. it's pretty pretty widespread. It's easy to find around the around the city. So. Great. Now we've uh, our craft beer community here has expanded a lot over the last few years. Uh, are there? Have you done any research coming in? Or are you just going to see what the city brings you when you get here? That, that's usually that's usually what we do. I mean, um, there, there are occasions where we we do some research, but our schedule is so limited that we that we don't really we can't really um, you know reach out and, and, and take tours and, and do much other than try to find the best stuff that's it's either uh, in our hotel or, you know. Uh, but but that does bring up the fact that every city we go to, we're doing these VIB events, very important beer events. This is with Michael Bluestein, the keyboard player, and I. And um, I guess you're a certified beer server as well, yeah? I am, correct. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we both got certified and um, have continued to just, you know, try to, try to learn more and love more about beer. But um, with... 
with Foreigner, we've sort of found that um, beer and rock and roll is a pretty natural fit. And uh, so before every show, we're hosting these VIB events where um, fans can come and they can pre-show with us. And there's usually three different breweries um, will come by and bring some of their their wares. And we can sit around in a very informal way and just, uh, you know, taste taste some different local stuff. And that's this great live nation helping us interface and hook up with breweries that are from the area in which we're playing. So it gives us an opportunity, of course, for us to taste the stuff, but also to expose some local foreigner fans to beers that they would probably maybe not have heard of. Um, And, you know, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. So you've done a lot of these VIB sessions around the country. Have there been any beers or styles or anything like that that have really stood out to you as a result of that? I must say, just recently we were in uh, New Jersey, and we... uh, we had a little event with Lord Hobo, and uh, I, well, I would say definitely look that up. It was it's just uh, it's top shelf, man. It's just really amazing to have a a pale ale called Glorious, which is like six six percent ABV, but it's, oh, it's amazing. And they have uh, they have a couple IPAs. It, it's just fantastic stuff. That one really comes to the fore as far as something that's blown our minds in the last few months. Yeah, that's what I've heard of Lord Hobo. I haven't tried anything from them personally, but it's... Spectacular. I don't think that I have either, but what a great name, right? Lord Hobo? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, are you guys, with this VIB event, I imagine this kind of answers itself, but uh, are you guys into trying local beers? Is that something, uh, you know, you really like to do as you're traveling? Uh, That's most of the fun. It's just, you know... um, being surprised and and because there's so much out there now of course you're going to have some ones that don't quite hit the mark and but that helps you really appreciate the ones that do and it's so fun i'm just i'm sure you know it's so fun when you are, are trying something new and it uh it unexpectedly you know it, it satisfies um so it's, it's yes we definitely love going around different parts of the country and we we find that regionally, depending on sort of climate and culture, that that can sort of be reflected in, in the beers that, that are being made in that area. Um, so that's fun. It's, it's just oh, absolutely. It's all good. Yeah, we noticed the, the Northeast, the Northeast-style IPAs are big right now, and those are ones that, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of those are coming down here. People are brewing that style here or just bringing them in from the Northeast as well. So yeah. it's fun yeah. to go regionally not just the breweries there but the styles that are popular in those regions and sure, see right. what they have to offer there absolutely right 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 now you yeah. mentioned that uh, you're a cbs a cicerone certified beer server which automatically just you know kind of solidifies your beer geekiness there that's <laughs> yes to do that so i'm on the path you know? I'm yeah on the path. absolutely is there any ambition to go for the certified cicerone level certification there, there's there's a desire uh um, and I, I purchased the um, the German beers and the British beers um, material, so I've been I've been um, slowly nudging my knowledge um, forward on that stuff. I'm, I, I think it's really ambitious to think of becoming a Cicerone, a certified Cicerone. That's, uh, uh, you know, with the amount of touring we do, it's right. it, it's possible. You know, and I, I, I'm just slowly sort of rather than having the objective of getting certified, just using their materials to just you know, get more educated and know more about what I'm drinking and what I'm loving and yeah that's what I was going to say even if you don't get the certification there's just so much knowledge to be gleaned from that that uh, you know I've got these flashcards these beer style flashcards yep. yep. that we'll look at and just kind of see if we can you know shout out a style guideline and see if we can guess it so right 
right, right. Good right. beer geekiness there, for sure. Indeed. That's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly it. So speaking of beer geekiness, have you ever tried home brewing? Because that'll take you yet to a higher notch of beer geekdom. I think. I, think it's, I think it's inevitable, um, and, and it's getting closer to being a reality. But <laughs> again, I'm, I'm so, yeah, with our schedule, um, we're home so little uh, that it's going to take some, some some preparation and some you know to make sure I have the gear ready. Because we, I mean, we're only home for at the longest time during the holidays for maybe you know five or six weeks. This, all the rest of the year, we're only home for uh, you know five to ten days at a time. So, um, but to answer your question, there there. The desire is becoming stronger, um, and I bet I, I bet in the next year that will that will happen. I think Michael and I are going to set something up and and uh, you know take that take that step. Yeah, not a lot of time to do it when you're when you're and speaking of touring, you guys are actually on your 40th anniversary tour now, correct? That's it. Yep. That's awesome, man. That's right in the middle uh, of it. Fantastic. I spent I spent all of last night listening to Foreigner, and I'm like, we had they to have prep, so Ryan. many hits. We had to prep. It's absolutely. like I know all of this. It's amazing. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, fellow bandmate, keyboardist Michael Bluestein is also a craft beer fan. Are uh, any other guys in the band craft beer drinkers? Uh, I have to say, selfishly, fortunately, none of them are really that avid. So when we do get some... You know, some great examples, and they go on our, our bus. It's they're not fought over. Other, you know, Michael and I simply divvy them up. So if there were, <laughs> if there were too many people fighting over the great stuff, there might not be enough to go around. Um, so yeah, really, he and I are are, are the only ones that uh, have have taken it to this level and love it this much. So, so who's the bigger beer geek, you or Michael? I'm curious about this. Oh, I, I we do it together so much that I just <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say that. They're I think co- we're both. Com- Co-chairs there. They both hold the title. So. Yeah, we're both geeky, and we're both um, professional consumers. So, uh, yeah, we get it done together pretty much. Awesome. Now, we saw that, uh, I believe it was in Louisiana, Crying Eagle Brewery. You guys right. stopped in, took a little look there, and, the, and they actually did an IPA in your in your honor called Hot-Blooded. That's right. And that's it sounds like it's, when we looked it up, there's a uh, an app called Untapped for checking in and rating your beers. It sounds like 14 people have actually used the name Hot-Blooded. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm Craft not surprised. beer geeks love a good pun. A good pun, absolutely. So, you know, thinking of that, uh, Bruce, we actually uh, we came up with some other pun names for you that, that oh. you're free to use, we, you know, no, no royalties or anything. <laughs> okay. Like so, you know, you could do a Nitro Irish Stout called Head Games. Uh-huh. Foreigner Export Stout would be a great name, of course. <laughs> That's good. Actually, that's really good. And there's also, uh, since I, I saw that you like Belgians, I'm thinking a Belgian called Double Vision. Of course. Yeah, of course. Nailed. So we're going to try and break the record for the number of uh, foreigner puns that we Four, work in. Foreigner beer puns. That's it, absolutely. How, how many on average do you hear in a given interview? Now, I'm, I'm curious, so we know what to shoot for. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> there's always a few puns. I mean, of course, people get excited when they... They get to meet uh, the band, and, and and there's you know there's always the question, hey, does this still feel like the first time? And that one is like you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, we that's didn't like use that one, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. So there the last go. one, foreign, foreigner export, I like that a lot. That's yeah, good. there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. And of course, this is the easy one to make. You could brew a nice light drink, easy drinking pilsner, and the instructions to serve it as cold as ice. So we're done. No, that one drops. That one drops. <laughs> yeah. No more. We we promise. No more. <laughs> please, more. So. please. Well, hold on, hold on. One one more thing. Are you familiar with Untapped? Do you use that app for checking in beers? Um, I've, I've been online and seen it. Um, I have the um, beer styles. 
uh, on my phone and um, and the, like the uh, off flavors. I have a couple apps on my phone that I use, but I, I, I don't have that app, no. Because I think you should get it because it allows you to check in and see your beers. <laughs> Sorry, that one was a stretch. It was Look terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, that hook, is, that hook is still in my lip and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed it. I totally swallowed it. Oh, I apologize. Good stuff. Good stuff. So now we we read you did a lot of uh, session play before uh, before yeah, doing yeah, foreign yeah. there. So are you familiar with uh, session beers and? Uh, I am. I'm very familiar with them, and, and I, although I'm on the road touring now, I still am able to do a lot of sessions, um, not musically, but uh, beer-wise. Yeah. Right. So, are there any beers uh, we've talked about different styles and that? But are are there any that are your favorites that are your go-to's? Um, really, do like a balanced IPA. Um, you know, it's impressive sometimes when they, you know, someone can cram so much hop content into one beer. But I, I really am more impressed by. Something that's balanced, um, but I love that, and uh, I'm also finding myself more intrigued and excited about a simple beer based on a classic style because they can be so bad, and and then when they're good, it's just really exciting. Like an amazing pilsner, um, you know, an amazing um, uh, Doppelbach, or just something that's based on a British or German Czech style. Um, I'm just always excited to see if someone does it right. We just had a local brewery here, Wild Heaven, that uh, just released a beer last week where they collaborated with Arendelle Brewing out of uh, Sussex, England. Yeah. And they did one called Bestie Pub Ale, which is similar to a Best Bitter style, I think they said, Brian. I believe so, Ordinary yeah. Ordinary Bitter Best Bitter. So it's a, we call them drinking beers. You yeah. Know, it's yeah. just a beer you don't have to overthink. It's not too complex. And it's right. just such a fantastic beer. It's really so, balanced. Yeah. That's for what it is, it's 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 so light they can't even export that style of beer from Britain. It just won't it won't hold up, and it's right. amazing. It's so crushable. So I love it, but yeah, just multiple pints. That's oh, right. absolutely that session. A good session, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not. I don't get too excited. I, I can imagine from a brewing perspective, um, all the different kind of additives you can include in a beer and see how they assimilate and come across it. That doesn't turn me on as much as just something that's. You know, yeast, malt, water, and, and hops, sure. and what what can be done with that, and how, how bad they can be, and how great they can be. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot of breweries that are kind of returning to that. You know, we sure. went through the the toddler teenage stages of the extremes here, and we're right. growing up. Craft beer is growing up some, so we're yep. seeing a return to just brewing very quality classic styles of beer. That's what I love. On the flip side, what is the craziest thing you've been exposed to in the world of beer? Was the weird adjuncts and whatever people want to throw in there? Uh, I, you know, I, all I can think of is just like crazy, crazy fruits. You know, it's, it's not crazy. You know, that's nothing. I'm probably not really answering your question, but it's just it's shocking to me that someone um, who loves beer would 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 add just kind of so these crazy, you know. Pineapple-y, I don't know. It's, it's fruit just additive, all the fruits. Of, all yes. that, it's a little too sweet and just too phony, and not, not what beer is to me. But um, that'd be good for me. A good one for me to think about because I know I probably had something that's been ridiculous. But yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking uh, of fruit, then uh, have you ever gotten into sour styles? Because a lot of those typically do have fruitier characteristics, but it's a completely different style of beer than the uh, the IPAs that you say you enjoy so much. Yeah, yeah. That that's been the that's been at the tail end of my ability to appreciate, and but I'm there now. We yeah. we were just in uh, Germany for about a month, and um, we went to Stone Brewing has opened this uh, 
ridiculous facility in right outside of Berlin. And, um, yeah, they just had some incredible showers there. And it was summer, and we were sitting outside. It was the proper environment, and, and I just, it clicked, and it was like, ah, I get it, you know? And you mix, mix that in with a couple of other styles, and it just was really unbelievably great. But I must tell you, if you don't know about that place in uh, Stone in Berlin, you should look that up. It's the most amazing facility I've ever seen, and the food was ridiculous, and it's so uh, ballsy to think of an American, you know, beer maker going and just jamming themselves right in the middle of Berlin, and it's 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 incredible. It's really yeah. working. Yeah, that wouldn't have flown a few years ago. I heard a story a few years ago of some American guys that went over to Germany and started brewing American styles, and Germans just didn't take to it. You know, yeah. They, they weren't having that. So on the stone note, we actually are having a brewery opened here in Atlanta by Mitch Steele, who's the former brewmaster of stone. Yeah. And he's working on that right now. New Realm Brewing will come. And so I'm sure we'll see many of those famous stone style IPAs here soon yep. when he opens up. So that'll be yep, nice. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. So uh, Bruce, you guys play a hard rocking concert, have a good time. You're hot and sweaty. You had a good show and you walk off stage. What's the beer you crack open? A lot of times there'll be a Guinness sitting there for me. Um, that's kind of a great way f- to start. It doesn't necessarily sound so you know refreshing per se to some, but for me it's uh, as I say before. I got into craft beer. That was that was something I've been drinking for a long, long time. And um, so honestly, that's usually what's waiting. Uh, and I'm not mad at that. No, I'm not mad. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know the great thing is about what we're doing is we're going across the country and we're interfacing with a lot of different brewers, and so we will have some of their product, um, and there's been a lot of variety. And so the bus rides are always, uh, um, you know, adventurous and um, fun-filled, I'll say. You know, speaking of uh, traveling around and seeing a lot of different uh, breweries and, and experiencing different beers, were you aware that there's a foreigner brewing company in Australia? I think it's outside of Melbourne. Melbourne. That I'm not aware of. Ah, okay. So now you know for the for the Melbourne tour. There. Yeah, exactly. So now I know whether or not you've been there. I was going to say, have you been there? And uh, <laughs> are you to collaborate with beers with them? They sound like they're fairly young and new, but uh, might be interesting. Yeah, well, I, well, I know. That. I think we're going there next year. Um, is that New Zealand? You said Melbourne, right? Yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. outside yeah. of it, I think. Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. Well, check Bruce, that out. Is there anything else you'd like to add that we haven't covered with you today? I just want to say how much fun we're having on this tour. It's it's just unbelievably successful. The energy around it is amazing. Um, we'll be at Chastain Park, I guess, in Atlanta, and um, it, it starts with Led Zeppelin music with Jason Bonham, Jason Bonham experience. So it's like amazingly performed Led Zeppelin music. Then Cheap Trick, pause, let you let that sink in. That's <laughs> and then so yeah. it's really it's really a great night of ridiculous songs and um the crowds i mean they're just everything's been sold out and it's going really really great and we're having a blast you know i'm kind of scared to go to concerts at chastain here because i think i bring a curse with me every show i've went to it's rained and so we'll we'll usually go and have one of the tables up front there at chastain and i've had to wear trash bags to stay dry you do what you got to do you know yeah yeah, Chastain doesn't really, yeah, Chastain and, and garbage baggies over you doesn't seem to really go well, but yeah. Right, yeah, not exactly a match, sure. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Well, well, Bruce, again, thank you so much for taking time to speak to us today. We really appreciated it. Indeed. 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 I appreciate so. talking to certified, fellow certified beer That's servers. right, absolutely, <laughs> some beer geek guys there. So, awesome, well, thank you so much. Listen, man, let's, let's, let's talk again anytime. Thanks for listening to Drink This Beer. 
Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. More beer stories? Head to BeerGuysRadio.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Want more craft beer news? Listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show, available every Saturday morning. Drink This Beer, produced and developed by Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams, part of the Beer Guys Media Radio Network, BeerGuysRadio.com.